Oh. Hello and welcome to another episode of Empty Pockets Podcast. On this show, we're going to be chatting to Mick Cross from the band Biano Skion, who describe themselves as a musical love child, mothered by Irish folk music and fathered by dance, reggae and rock. So to kick things off, I started off by asking Mick, what exactly does Biano Skion mean? Um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, so th- thanks a million for making the time. Um, I'm going to kick off with a, with a grand, old, easy question that I'm sure you've been asked 104 times um but it's the name where well, did you come up with the name yeah uh, and if i'm right about the translation um upside down yeah yeah cool yeah arse overhead whatever way you want to describe it yeah yeah I, I like that i like that one too yeah yeah that's good actually came about i think that i wasn't there at the time when the name was uh given the lads on a gig for some uh i can't remember what it was for it was like some like done first um it's like a place for uh, people with intellectual disabilities or place. And the guys at a gig there, I think they asked, they hadn't got a name for the band at that stage and they asked the people in the crowd, anyone to give us a name for the crack like, and someone just said upside down and then, because we were playing a lot of Irish music at the time, then we said, should translate that and it was Bonus Kion and no one had that name so we said, yeah, that'll do. Well, no, it's, it's a great name. I mean, the first thing you want to do is, if, if you don't know what it means automatically, is to find out what it means. So exactly, it's, yeah. it sticks in the head straight away and it's unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah brilliant. Brilliant. That's, that's cool. It um, goes well in Ireland, but doesn't travel too well in Germany. They can't really get it at all. Scone, do we call it sometimes? And, uh, you know. Bono scone. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ah, excellent, excellent. I think you're some sort of food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, how, how many are in the band? Do you want to tell me a bit about the band? Yeah, there's five of us in it now. Uh, there's Colin Dunn on bass, who works with me here in Mass Kitchen. Um, yeah. Glenda McCormack, uh, she plays whistles, mandolin and vocals. Wow. Um, Michelle Lynch plays everything. <laughs> She's um, mainly banjo and uh, guitar and is a, uh, sings as well with us. And then Kieran Connaughton, he'd be the main vocalist as well. He's from, okay. uh, he plays guitar as well and sings, yeah. And all from Kildare or? Oh, uh, Kildare, yeah. yeah. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a great lineup. Uh, how do you find having so many people in the band? Hard to organise or? You used to, yeah, look, we're, we're fairly good. Like we've WhatsApp groups and we're fairly, you know, we need to get stuff organised. We're good at that, like, you know, so yeah, there is times when you, where the hell is that at? And why is he getting back and you wait for the word, which sure, look, that's, Part and parcel when you have a group of five people when you're you know in a team. So yeah. yeah. WhatsApp has made life easier on that front, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's, it's cool. Yeah, and you know when they can see the message, which is great as well. You know, there's no excuse. I didn't see that. <laughs> I did. You this time. I know. <laughs> and uh, t- tell us uh, how who writes the songs, or you know, obviously quite a few of them are interpretations or, or um, you know, Irish airs or even cover versions, which is cool. But yeah. uh, you also have some originals. And I was just wondering, how do they come about? Uh, does does one person write them and bring them? I, I always like to ask this question. Uh, does one person write and bring them or does um, does it kind of get worked out in a jam? Yeah, kind of. Kieran would have, Kieran would be the main guy that writes all the songs, Kieran Connaughton. Um, he'd come to, to us or might hand us a, uh, or send us an email with some accordions he did with a tune that he has in his head or whatever. And then uh, collectively, then we just cut it apart and we, we re put it together, you know, and our own, put our own little styles to it. Um, mainly keeping to the focus of his original, like, you know, most songs that we yeah. do, we'll be, we try and keep them in a pop format. It'll be verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, verse, chorus, outro, intros, you know, we try and keep it 
popular. We have some songs that are very complicated as well that we haven't got recorded <laughs> that were in the works now, but which um, actually Con as a song which would be more bass written that we're putting music behind it. So it'd be kind of a bass driven song with drums and mandolins and flutes going behind it. Which it's actually pretty cool now. That's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, most of the lyrics come from Kieran. Yeah. Cool, cool. Okay, great, great. Yeah, no, just I was curious. Um, that, that'll that be interesting to hear the, the bass-driven one. And yeah. So you, you get the general idea in and then you kind of bun a skin on it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. We all come from different styles. Like, you know, Glenda will be uh, very, come from a traditional background and uh, Michelle will be similar maybe enough. And then myself, Kieran and Con would be more kind of well, Kieran would be very reggae, you know, he, he has his reggae vibe to it, and I mean, can be more rock. So, we get, collectively, we have a trad reggae rock sort of the sound going on at the moment. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask you about your influences, but it kind of seems a bit pointless because there's so many of them. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just a complete mix. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. How, how would you describe the band, though, I suppose, overall as a sound? How, how would you describe the sound, or have you just described it? <laughs> yeah, it was trad reggae, rocky. Uh, Celtic rock, where we would just describe it as in places. Uh, we get a lot of gigs abroad under the. Irish, we, when we play in Switzerland, Germany, we kind of we're, we're, we're um, playing at Irish trad festivals and stuff. So we tailor our set list to what we're playing at, really. So we, we have a huge amount of material. Like we could go and play an Irish set, like three hours solid Irish music, Friday night, Saturday night, we could turn it around and play a reggae set. We could do a rock set. We've We've done festivals wow. in Switzerland. Yeah. We've done like uh, we we're on the main stage and we do like our Irish stuff, which is what they want to hear. Then we'd have a, a midnight slot in a tent. Then <laughs> um, uh, on the following night, and we completely mix it up. We would play one Irish song, which we all from Tin Lizzy to you know uh, a trad version of uh, Sweet Child of Mine or something. Do you know, we mix it up big time now. When we, when we can, uh, that's that's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. No, speak, speaking of gigs, I saw, I was looking through the the gig list uh, of what you've done, and it's massive. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm busy now. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very, it's very impressive. Um, a couple that caught my eye was um, Electric Picnic. What was that like? Yeah, that was great. The first year we played that was 2013. Uh, we played in the Body and Soul area on the main stage there it's great it's savage I think we were on the same time as the Chemical Brothers they were on the main <laughs> stage same time we were on so we weren't expecting a whole lot like you know yeah yeah we yeah. were up on stage then and we couldn't believe what was in front of us it was a huge crowd a lot of faces from like Bertangan here and you know a lot of of course yeah, yeah. Brilliant. absolutely brilliant we've played that three times now since you know wow we were due to play at it this year so uh, which isn't happening again but um Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm yeah. sure that was sad news. All right. Yeah. Never, never yeah, mind the free passes. <laughs> yeah. Like, was actually uh, that weekend in September. We were booked to play at two gigs in Switzerland on the Friday and Saturday, and then we were flying home on the Sunday, heading straight to Electric Picnic to play there on the Sunday night. Should have been oh. a Weekend, we'd never forget. But, uh, yeah, what a week! Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, okay. Well, hopefully, hopefully things get organised like that again, and you get you get something similar next year. Um, because yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. Keep keep chipping away at it anyway. You know, that's, that's all we can do. You know. That was the end of the first part of the interview. So let's hear some of the band in action, and let's check out some of those fantastic influences in a song. This one's called "Stoned Hippie" from Bionoskin.
And there we go. That was a fantastic track there, Stoned Hippie from Bjorn Skjön. Really shows the, the numerous influences that the band and the fantastic sound that they can create. So in part two of the interview, we continue to chat about various gigs that the guys have played, uh, some fantastic ones along the way, and also about videos. And believe it or not, Pink Floyd. Um, another one that caught my eye, and I was just curious because um, I, I like the guy himself. I, I really um, have a great graph for his music. Uh, it would be Damien Dempsey. Yeah, I see, I see yeah. you were supporting him. What was what was that yeah. like? That was brilliant. Yeah, we supported him in Newbridge, um, part of the June Festival. Uh, it was fantastic. Sold out. So we were on first, and we were given an hour of a set, which is great. So we really gave it socks for an hour. We gave it our our. Uh, our uh, Fastest songs we could play, put that way. Yeah, that yeah. Way. get the Damien crowd going. Finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were back, we finished our set and we were kind of in our backstage room. And Damien left it for about 25 minutes before he went on stage. And he came into the room to us then after, before he went on and says, Jesus, lads, you said that was amazing. He watched the whole performance. He says, I couldn't go on yeah, for a while because he had the crowd so uh, wound up. Like, so he, wow, okay, great, really great, so, yeah. Uh, well, we never got another sports slot to him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd say I'd say he's inundated though with requests God love him like I, I mean I'd say I'd say he's um he's he's a huge list of people he needs to he needs oh, yeah. to call in and get done like yeah of course and he's, he's very good to people you know he yeah he mentioned us to a few people as well that I've heard of back from and stuff you know and he's really nice. genuine fellow as well you know I have to say we met him and he was really nice to us and, and was yeah. that in the Riverbank was it? it was in uh, Moorfield GA Club in the okay. in the grounds there yeah Excellent, excellent. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I played in the Riverbank one year um, with Luca Bloom. The Riverbank's a great setup. It's, um, I've never oh. played a Moorfield GA being a Sarsfields man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you walk out there like. um, yeah, no, so that, that, that's the crack with that one. Um, I was curious about um, what was your favourite gig so far that you've done, um, but it sounds like those two would be pretty high on the list. Yeah. Um, anything else yeah. popped to mind or...? Uh, oh geez, we've done loads of really good festivals like um, Spirit of Folk Festival when it was going on it was brilliant as well now it was up in Mead we headlined that okay. um, one year we'd done a whole 90s dance set it was an hour and a half long of 90s dance medallies and we didn't stop for an hour and a half I think we took like three breaks during the, the set it was like song went into song and the song kind of a set we practiced really hard for him we nailed wow. it it was really good yeah we did everything from like oh Jesus so where to begin now with it? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nineties dance. Enough said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was great. Amazing now. The whole place is going mental now for it as well. And no, that unusual. Was yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was different. It was something we kind of were hesitant to as well for a long time. We practiced really hard for it. Uh, so probably something different for you guys as well. Yeah. But look, like any gigs foreign now. Like we've done, I've done a lot of gigs. So even previous to Bonus Kion now, I've played a lot around America and Australia and Canada. And you know, I love okay. just. Getting, on a, you know, the buzz of going out of Ireland to play a gig is just, yeah. you know, I love it. Like, you know, to get a bit of traveling in, like, I've, been to, I've traveled the world playing music. And I'm jealous. I, I, I haven't played outside of Ireland, so I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah. That sounds, that sounds yeah. amazing. It's been great. I've been very lucky enough to say, like, yeah, I've just got into, I've played really good bands and we've got really good players. I've never really got to the, that jump where we've hit the level, you know, where, yeah, uh, wouldn't have to be making coffees on a Monday morning, but uh. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was speaking to other people about that, and I mean, it really is jump is a good word to describe it because it's there, there's no kind of step up to it. You know, no. you, you you basically potter along, and then there's just this kind of stratospheric jump, and you yeah. you're suddenly you're suddenly clear. 
and that's it. You know, the day job is gone. Yeah. But there's no, there's no in between stage from what no, I can see. No, no, there's it's, one or the other. Like you know, it's um, I look, I, I'm lucky enough. So I, I play a lot of gigs during the week now. With, like myself and friend Kevin Dunn, we do like two piece gigs and okay, like for all this crack COVID nineteen. But um, we used to do, like a lot of gigs during the week and stuff like with the residencies and pubs. Like so, I've been lucky enough that I've been busy around here as well. And when yeah. things are when things are open, you know, uh, well, yeah, I know the buzz of just going on a plane and going to a different country and having a few different gigs to play in different spots. And, you know, Do, um, doing mostly, a little tour, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Most people get to see much of the cities, but like, you know, um, just yeah, I just love that kind of crack, get on the road, and you know, I'd, yeah, I'd say they're nights to remember, all right, yeah, you'd, yeah. You, you wouldn't forget them in a hurry, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you were talking there about uh, doing 90s dance music and different medleys, um, and I was reading up, uh, I was going through a few reviews and you know blogs and stuff where, where you guys were concerned just to doing my homework Mick doing my homework yeah. and uh, I, I stumbled across um one that said that you did a, a cover of Dark Side of the Moon mm. oh, yeah. I, so the whole album just one no, or two tracks or start finish, wow. yeah, yeah. no uh, we do all our own little improvis- improvisations so like the we all had alarm clocks for the bits and you know um for the intro time I had raw toms and Glenda had, was doing the low flute for the the little part before that, and uh, yeah, we worked out the whole album using props, and that's you know, amazing. Great, yeah. That was actually the first. That was 2013. We did that at Electric Picnic in um, the Body and Soul area. That was wow. We done okay, we done it in at the Spirit of Folk Festival, and that was the first time we were seen and by um, the promoters of that. And then they offered us a slot at the picnic from that. Yeah, so we actually did it in Rathanga Community Centre one night as well. So we did it three times and we've done that gig. Yeah. You missed that I, one. I missed that one. You, you, you'll have to, you'll have to um, bring that back for, for yeah, one night only even. We've been asked a lot now about um, putting that back out again now. So yeah, maybe, you know, there's probably an anniversary of that coming up soon as well. So yeah. the, the last, the last time um, I was in Electric Picnic, uh, I ended up in a tent listening to Dark Side of the Moon synced with The Wizard of Oz at about, two in the morning there was some tent that decided to play it along with the Wizard of Oz to see how well it synced up and yeah so uh, it's uh, but it's it's a great great piece of great piece oh. of music and uh, to see it reinterpreted with um, traditional instruments and, and just in a different way would be would be class so yeah. if it's ever happening let me know let me know Mick I'll be there yeah, there's, there's a clip on YouTube um, somebody put up from if you type in Bonus Kion Electric Picnic Money we've done a version of Pink Floyd's Money I think somebody recorded has up on YouTube so Fantastic. Okay, yeah, yeah. excellent. Yeah. I, I'll, be, I'll be looking it up this evening. That's great. Yeah. Great. Thank, thanks for the tip. Um, speaking of videos, actually, uh, I, I had a look through, again, you've done a few videos, but it seemed, um, you know, the uh, quite a bit of them have uh, looked like they were kind of put together from old footage and, and, and yeah. you know, um, but the, the one for... Yeah, Wayfaring um, Stranger, yeah. Yeah, Wayfaring Stranger. Um, that looks like it's been, you know, pulled straight out of a movie so uh, yeah. <laughs> did, did you did you get any help with that or who who did that yeah. one for you or? we uh, got a friend of mine called Darren Sweeney from Kildare Town he's a fantastic bass player as well he he got into the movie and the things just when we were recording that and he wanted to give it a go so it was his idea you know uh, slowing it down and it, actually how we recorded it was we fast forwarded it so we played the track at double the speed while we recorded it and then, okay, yeah. Darren then somehow tweaked it and slowed it down, so it looks like it all it was all coming in, in slow motion. 
So, completely all his uh, video work though. But um, yeah, it was filmed down in Killing Thomas Woods in the Tangan as well. To do the set. So. Yeah, obviously, yeah, the the woods the woods provides a brilliant backdrop. Um, yeah. And I saw it was it was uh, thrown up there for the bluebells and buskers. Um, that's that's right. actually where I saw it uh, yeah. as, as as part of that festival. And um, yeah, it, re- it really stood up. It looked great. Looked yes. really really good. I, I was wondering how it was done. So nice, yeah. nice. And it's a great tune. Glenda came to the table with that. I can't actually remember who, who the original piece was from now, but a few people have covered it now. Uh, yeah. Glenda heard it from, I think Leonard Cohen covered it. Okay, okay. It's, uh, a, lovely, was, it's yeah. a lovely tune, yeah. Yeah, really, yeah. really good. Great stuff there, and I since have checked out that video, the cover version of Money by Bionisquion. It is fantastic. Just search in Google for Bionisquion and Money, and you will find it. Let's take another track from the band before we get back to the chats. And this one is called Shell 2.
fantastic track there from Bionis Skion, and that one was called Shell 2. Now let's get back to the interview. This is part three, and we decided to have a chat about how the band was formed, and then generally we moved on to recording and what it's like at the moment trying to rehearse and record in the current times. When, when was the band formed? It was 2010 or? Yes, yeah, it was actually formed in Ratangan again. Um, Super. I was asked to uh, put together. Uh, I, I do uh, the, the uh, bookings of music for the Village Pump. Yeah. And uh, Una gave me the task of, of uh, organising the Trad for Trokra benefit night. So basically, okay. I set up a couple of musicians to play tunes all day long, all night, and people send around buckets and yarn a few quid for a Trokra. And then I invited Glenda, who's my cousin, I asked her would she come in and then. She said, oh, I know two guys, uh, Kieran and Michelle, who would be interested. Uh, they're trad players. I said, I'll bring them in. So that was the first time I met them in the Village Pump. And okay, yeah. About 10 musicians in that day and kind of I got on. We all got on very well and we kept in touch and we started rehearsing and jamming and that was how it came about really, yeah. Cool. So very, very natural. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, this probably the best way because, um, you know, if, if you get together like that, you're more inclined to have the crack and not be too obsessed with fame and whatnot, and therefore you last longer and you enjoy it a lot more. Than yeah, that. yeah. Well, we've no intentions of doing anything, only getting into a shed and playing a few tunes for the crack, and then sure. Somebody said, geez, we're, we're getting fairly good at this. We might as well play a few gigs, and then sure. Yeah. Just kept going. Yeah, no, it's sticky, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, it's great. So 10 years on, you're still going. That's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah we're still like, even during these times, though, it's hard at the moment, you know, when everyone, you know, we can't be rehearsing people's houses and stuff so but we're doing a lot of online um you know we're all recording at home and putting getting bits together and you know when this all eases up hopefully we'll have a whole batch of new material and i'm sure i can't wait to hear what's going to come out of ireland after this because everybody seems very um you know working hard on projects and recording and getting stuck into new stuff so yeah it's gonna be i think next year's gonna be a great year for music releases hopefully yeah um i couldn't agree more mick uh i i see Everyone I've talked to, uh, everyone I've I've researched or looked at, um, just seems to have their head down, recording yeah. bits and pieces, working on crazy projects, um, <laughs> doing things they put off because they didn't have time to do them, um, and mm-hmm. and strangely enough, actually probably hooking up with more people than they used to hook up with, in the sense that um, you know no one's out of reach now because it's a Zoom call. You have to, you know, you you, you can't call over to them so the yeah. people seem to be connecting more because of it which is kind of kind of ironic but it, yeah. it seems to be working really well um and and everyone i've spoken to has has something in the pipes like i mean this this podcast came out of the fact that i hadn't done any music in a while and decided that you know hey what's the best way to reinvigorate myself is go talk to other musicians yeah yeah um, and that you know get the juices flowing again and yeah um, i'm sure like you know when you hear stories like yeah that's you know and then I just found, God, I'm really enjoying this, so I'll keep going. <laughs> but uh, it has, it's actually worked. It has worked. I've I started to start to play. I've played more than I've played in a long time, started to write again, so that's all good. But um, yeah, no, no, but it, I, I, like you said, in Ireland in general, um, there seems to be just a, a whole fleet of people doing interesting stuff right now online and in groups. Uh, have, you tried, have you tried any um, kind of online Zoom jams? Have you? No. Any, yeah, no. yeah. Well, I haven't tried any um, online jams now. I've been doing a lot of recording, all right, myself at home and um, sending them around the place now and getting loads of guys collaborating on them and stuff, you know. And, and what, are you, what are you using for that, just out of curiosity? Uh, is there a piece of software? Uh, I just, I, I just I, I bought a load of stuff there. I got, um, I use an interface, an eight-channel interface for recording drums. 
Okay. And um, you just have like a like I'm using a Presonus uh, interface. Then as well, I use that yeah. for recording guitars and bass and pianos and stuff like that. And I just uh, use the uh, Logic. I use Logic for recording software. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah, just using that, and then I record stuff, and I send it on to lads. I'm collaborating, collaborating with uh, Tom Tui now, who lives in Salzburg. Where he's recording an album, and then putting drums on that for him. And he sends you the tracks, and and, and yeah, he, he does. He does want to click track, and then sends it to you, and you throw the drums right. on it. Is it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, no, that that's amazing. Like, I mean, ten years ago, we just wouldn't have done this. You know, um, yeah. it's. I I just think the. It's it's kind of blown the socks off the 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 music industry completely now because you could have someone who uh, the record industry has pumped a load of money into and they're you know they're doing well in the charts and the following week somebody who recorded something in their basement with somebody in Salzburg for example suddenly pops up at number one yeah. and they're and they're like you know it just kind of it blows up their model which I think is a great thing because it just disrupts the whole thing and now yeah. it's it's kind of gone back to it's about the music. It's not about yeah. the money that's put into the person. So, you know, yeah, I, even like uh, yesterday, I was played on. I got. I, I sent a song in, and I think you heard it. I put up on Facebook, um, just a cover of the way from the band. Yeah, it's a collaboration between a lot of friends, just like like that, sending files around, and I put it all together then myself. And I sent it into to on Radio Nova, and he loved it, and he played it a couple of times. And I had a show yesterday where they were doing like uh, lockdown sessions, and mine got picked. You know, I actually, of, I actually heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, yeah, heard the yeah. I heard the show yesterday. I didn't hear that being picked, but I heard the show. Yeah, I was listening to a good bit yeah. of it. I was kind of tuning in and out as I was doing bits and pieces in the house. And yeah, yeah gas like you know, there's Eddie Vedder playing, and then I get played in the middle of it. You know, so it's, it's magic. You know, can't, can't complain, Mick. Can't complain if you're if you're in the same uh, if you're in the same broadcast as Eddie Vedder. In my opinion, that's a good that's start. Okay, like, <laughs> never mind being picked at the same time. You know, <laughs> even on the same show at any stage is good. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, 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 that's fantastic. Um, what's what do you think is the the future for uh, Bonaskion now? Or, or, what's what's coming up next? Obviously, you know, current climate not notwithstanding, like once all this has calmed down, I'm hoping like you know things will get back to what's what was normal. You know, where we get where we back again again. Like we've loaned like any gigs we had booked abroad in Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, and all these places have been uh, postponed rather than being cancelled. So. They're all, you know, adamant that things get, when things open up again, that they will, uh, you know, put all these shows back on again. So hoping they'll let that happen again and, you know, get back gigging around Ireland again. Like, I think, I think there are a lot of people, a lot of little, lot of villages that will start getting back to the festivals again because fans are ready to travel and the big festivals days might be finished, you know. Um, Yeah, it's going to be getting, getting people to fly in. You know, for yeah. an electric picnic and stuff like that, it's going to be it's going to be very tricky. World tours are going to be hard exactly. things to come by now. Yeah, so it's going to be like local bands, and we're blessed in Ireland that there's so many great bands and great musicians around. And I hope a lot, I hope a little lot of the smaller villages start getting festivals back again. So you know yeah. that that kind of things get going, and you know I'm hopeful. I think I think it will. I think a lot of places will, and they start getting people start holidaying in Ireland more and staying in Ireland more. You know. And, the last yeah, few weeks we haven't seen how beautiful a country we live in and you have to take it for granted, you know, and time not to be going drinking and being to pubs. And, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's great. We're not you spending know. our time indoors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we can yeah. actually see what it's like out there. But um, yeah, yeah I, I think even the Bluebells and Buskers was a good example when they, they had it, um, yeah. the backyards and Buskers. And, and yeah. everybody just sat out in their back garden or in, in, a, in a green spot and just played some music. 
and uh, I thought it was it was a great idea, like uh, yeah. a really really cool idea. Um, yeah, no, that 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 sounds great. Uh, probably probably a good bit of recording. I I'm guessing yeah. is also going to come up. Jesus, yeah, plenty of that now. I think because we all have home recording setups now. So like back when we recorded all our, our all our other stuff that you would listen to, it would have been we all have to go to the studio and we had a studio up in Kieran's house. So okay, we're getting over there recording and you know. But well, now we have all home set up so we can be, you know, rehearsing before we have all the recording gear home so we can literally all the home record and put it all together without even meeting up now, you know, which is fantastic. Right? Yeah, it's 90% there before you even, before you even put a finishing touch to it, like. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, 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 you know, we all have got self-sufficient in that way. We had to, <laughs> suppose, you know. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's the only way to go. Um, Like the... Modern recording now is, I, I'm not sure, you know, studios still have a use, definitely, but yeah. the, day, the days of kind of like saving up to, just to go to the studio are kind of gone. Like, you know, you, you get you get stuff mastered or you might have one idea that you want to try in the studio, but the rest you kind of do at home now, as far as That's, I can see. Yeah, yeah. now hopefully that doesn't take the buzz out of the big, you know, when you do go to the studio, it will be, you know, but I think it'll peak more people are prepared, like I myself, I, I know I'm a lot more confident now playing to a click track, whereas... Before I used to go to a studio and I'd be nervous going in recording. I used to be always very nervous recording rather than playing live because yeah, yeah. when you hear this, and I'm very, uh, you know, if I hear anything out of Tom by, you know, a second or half, I'm very... Uh, it disturbs <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now well, I'm very, you know, it's it's, uh, it's getting more, comf- more, you know, the more I'm getting playing with it, I suppose, the more confidence you get with it. So it's, it's good that way as well, yeah. Well, definitely as a drummer and a percussionist, if you know you you want to be upset by those things, otherwise yeah. otherwise it's going to sound a bit strange, you know. If if you're if you're la- if you're laissez faire about the rhythm, you're in trouble. Like you know that yeah. that, that, that that can make a mess of things. And we're getting near the end of our interview with Mick Cross from Bionoskion, but before we get back to the final piece of the interview, let's take one more track. This is a track uh, track for myself actually, and this one is called Guiding Star. Hope you enjoy. You're my guiding star I wake every day to find you When that light goes out I wander far from home Why it hurts when we're apart 
And we've reached near the end of the show. We have one more part of the interview with Mick Cross and Bionis Skillen to play for you. And then we're going to play out with a live track from Maz Kitchen from Bionis Skillen with the uh, soundtrack from Game of Thrones. Thanks again to Mick for joining us for the chat. And as always, you can reach us on Instagram or Facebook under Empty Pockets Podcast or email the show at epp at Unfortunately, we ran out of time to do the quick fire round, but don't worry, we'll get Mick's answers posted on Instagram again it was one that I really enjoyed was um, a cover of Game of Thrones oh yeah yeah team yeah, yeah that, that was that was really really good yeah really really enjoyed that um, big fans or yeah oh yeah we all loved it now yeah we actually did it, it was the last episode of the tense of the final series and we all watched this and then they could be played here in the in Ma's kitchen here and hanging as well and uh, just to put up there because we, yeah we followed it from day one and we started incorporating the team tune into our set as well. We used to start festivals with that. Just a little great, snippet. Great you know. start. Yeah, great yeah, start yeah, to the festival. Snippet of that, and then we used to go into one of our own songs. It's an instrumental piece called Shell 2. Michelle actually wrote that bit, believe it or not, okay. Shell 2. Cool. Um, but um, yeah, so we kind of, yeah, we used to play it in, in shows. And then we said, you know, after last season, we'll, we'll put it out there. And actually, the Irish Post shared it in, in America, and it got up to nearly a million views on their page or something like that. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> we should put it up on YouTube. We have it. It's up on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It's on YouTube, but the Irish Post shared it on their Facebook page and it would have got a lot of that. Yeah. So we didn't get any of the streams for it. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't get the cash. <laughs> yeah. You know, we weren't thinking, but sure. <laughs> oh, look, look, if you're, if you're in it for that kind of, you know, if you were thinking exactly. like that, you wouldn't have put it up, you know, and then yeah. no one would have heard it. And everyone, exactly. the world would have been deprived of uh, the game. It's own steam tune. Exactly. From yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, no. Cause I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, very, awesome. very clever idea though, to do it at the start of a gig, because if you were in a crowd and you're kind of pottering around getting a drink at the bar or whatever, and you hear that you're immediately going, what's this? Okay. Let's, yeah. let's potter over here and have a look. And then exactly. you're, you're drawn in straight away and that's it. Then yeah. you're, like a festival you know we usually start a festival there's usually the start at your set there's not very rarely you know few people around and there's a lot more going on you know so you have to how do we draw people in here like are walking around you know and that was yeah you yeah. have to be clever or you have to go hard and go home one or the other yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah there's no there's no point with the softly softly approach no that's super um just before you know, before we wrap up, um, is there? Uh, do you want to give us a quick plug of the website and um, you know the Facebook page or the Instagram or whatever you think you want to direct people to 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 hear more about the band and stuff? Yeah, I suppose you can catch more of our stuff on um, if you type in Bonos Kion B U N O S C I O N N. We're all over the on Spotify, YouTube, uh, Facebook. You name it, right over the, the social media. Um, bit slack at it at times, but we'll get there now. Um, You've no uh, excuses now. <laughs> <laughs> and our website is uh, bonuskilm.com um, and you can get in touch with us through all that as well. So. 
Super, super. Yeah, I, I won't ask when your next gig is because I'm not sure anybody knows. No. Uh, but uh, hopefully, hopefully it's not as far away as we think it is, which would be hopefully, great. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, please God. Um, you know, it'll be strange uh, times, but we'll, we'll get there, hopefully, you know. Yeah.